Hi, I'm Jamie Leitner. As a life coach, my goal is to help you live each moment knowing you're amazing. There's no magic potion or three-step guide that will fix all your problems, but join me each episode as we discover how you see and value yourself literally dictates how you enjoy life. Get ready, because it all begins with you. Hello and welcome to another edition of It All Begins With You. Welcome to the show where we like to talk about your true self and uh, of course we get lots of great tips and advice and challenging thoughts and questions from our guru, Jamie Leitner. (laughs) Is that too much pressure? Guru is a lot of pressure. (laughs) I love calling you that though because uh, you just, you, you make me think, which is kind of how this whole thing started with the podcast is that uh, I've learned so much um, just from knowing you and knowing your, your life coaching strategies and tips and, and uh, today's topic, we're going to, kind of dive into fear and love so to, so help us set the stage for that well fear and love are two base emotions if you look at all the emotions that we have and experience throughout our life you can go back to you know the sorting projects you used to have when you were in first grade put all the red blocks in the red bucket mm, and all right, the blue right. blocks in the blue bucket um, fear and love you can categorize all the emotions you experience into one or the other mm. and when we talk about you know it all begins with you and we're, we're learning. I love that we're moving this way as a culture to live according to our authentic self. That's the big buzzword right now. Um, you know, live to, according to our true self. Right. It, it is when you tune into your emotions and you have behaviors that you're executing and you're wondering why. Well, it's because I feel a certain way. Well, why do I feel this way? There's a either a fear behind it or a value behind it normally. And that's mm-hmm. what we can shift that word love to value. And so a good way to look at why you're doing what you're doing is to look at what emotions you're experiencing and become aware. Am I operating out of fear or am I operating out of love? And this isn't like a perfect clean chart, right, of where like, oh, I'm angry and angry always points back to fear because sometimes I've been talking with my kids about like sometimes I cry which is a behavior yeah. crying isn't actually emotion I mean, right. sometimes we get that confused right Right. Uh, crying is a symptom if you will or it is a behavior that stems from an emotion and sometimes that emotion is joy Yes, and which would flow out of that love. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that emotion is sadness or despair, which mm-hmm. flows maybe out of fear. Right. So, so even when we're categorizing, when we're asking ourselves these questions, we're trying to dissect and figure out where is this feeling coming from. That same maybe symptom or behavior, it's it's getting underneath of it because it's it might come out the same, but it might have started in fear one time. Right. And it might the root might be out of love the other time. So it's not so clear cut. And that's why you're asking us to maybe go a little deeper, right? Yeah, go a little deeper with an open mind. Um, my type A personality would like it to be black and white and the chart. And I can say, right. okay, crying make- always means this. Yes. <laughs> and then I can fix it or I can be right about it. Right. Oh, and for, with four different kids, I'm sure you've seen it's crying is a probably almost never the same thing. Never, <laughs> never. And with my fourth, I thought I had it all figured out. I was sure. like, what can he throw at me? Nothing. Oh, no. They nope. They break the mold every time. Yeah. Yes. It's it is. 
the open mind is I can't stress that enough. You know, mm-hmm. we're always looking to correct ourselves, be better, get it right, fix it. And it's really about being open to seeing why we're experiencing the emotion. And the more open we are, the more we'll see the truth compared to when we're like, ooh, wait, I can't be wrong or mm-hmm. I, I've got to get this right. Um, so the work that we're, we're talking about today with fear and love is less about you trying to make sense and then now properly place things in a certain box and more about getting back every time to the true you. Yes. That true self of what are you really valuing at your core. Yes, because if you... It's fascinating. If you look at the fears that you have, how often they stem from an external reason that is based in what people think about you, where you're measuring Mm -hmm. up, all the judgment pieces of who we are compared to somebody else, uh, compared to an expectation. Yeah. And when we're operating from that place, we're not operating from our true self. We're managing. Yeah. We're managing our behaviors. Yes. Not getting at, you know, well, why do I keep doing the thing that I don't want to do? And, that, and now I'm trying to manage it and I'm, I'm trying to fix it. And then I'm even more disappointed when it comes out again. There's a lot of judgment wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of trying to please other people, mm-hmm. trying to control my behaviors rather than um, figure out who I really am and if that's something I need to worry about or not. Right. So when you're looking at fear and love, and I love how you talked about sometimes that behavior, the emotion we think is behind it isn't the one behind it. And one of my favorite ones to bring up with my clients, I had this client one time, he's like, I'm just so prideful. I need to get rid of my pride. And it's, I could feel the judgment of how he Mm. just, he needed to be humble. And I was like, okay, well, pride, like we look at pride, like it's this bad thing that we've got to get out of ourselves. Right. Right. It's it, pride is a defense mechanism. If you look at what's behind pride, it's usually a f- fear, mm-hmm. fear of being wrong, fear of not measuring up. If I'm not right, who am I? What do, I'm going to look stupid if I don't if I don't have it all together, or I, you know, can't be the one who knows everything. Mm-hmm. So when you really take the time to look at that, now now we're not just trying to get pride out of ourselves. Now we're like, okay, wait, what am I afraid of? Yeah. And again, it's going back to that afraid of somebody else. Well, and that's what imposter syndrome really lends itself to, right? Is this this idea mm-hmm. that I'm I actually don't know anything. People are going to find out that I I'm not <laughs> actually a, a guru or whatever, yes. you know. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, that makes total sense that you get to the heart of the issue. The imposter syndrome really is fear. Yeah. There's a lot of fear wrapped up in that. Versus, you know, a, a healthy dose of confidence would come out of love for right. who you are and for your your topic that you're talking about or whatever. So, with fear and with love, um, let's say, you know, walk through what it would look like to take a thought captive and and really go into okay what's feeding this feeling that I have or this behavior that that just happened like okay my mind with two littles it just happened this these last couple of weeks you know um, the PTA is like hey we need we need help we need help we need help it's like every other day I see something that a parent should be signing up for right yes the problem is is that I feel a little bit guilty if I don't help, but then there are certain things on this list that I'm just dreading at the same time. Like I want to help because I know I should help, right? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. there's some expectation there. I want there's definitely some external value going on. We've talked about you know how, how would you approach a situation like say from a parenting perspective? 
I feel like I need to do something. I don't know what to commit to. I don't know what to say yes to. Should I say yes? Should I say no? I don't know. I just have a whole lot of emotions around it. What would you tell me? Well, first of all, parents have a double whammy, right? There's people, there's our own personal shoulds, would have, could have, what I expectations to live up to. Mm -hmm. And now as parents, now we have a second set of expectations of what it means to be a good person in this Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. So with a parent who is trying to decide, okay, how do I make this decision? I'm going to, we're going to go back to that first episode going back to that relationship with yourself yeah right why are you doing what you're doing so and I think in the first episode we talked about how just because we go back to why am I doing what I'm doing doesn't mean the outcome's going to change I might still bake the cookies for the PTO or PTA whatever they call it now but what emotion Mm-hmm. Is it based in fear or love? So I can have this list come to me and I can be like, oh, they want me to bake 75 cookies for the craft sale tomorrow. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to bake, but I really need to step it up as a mom. And I want to be that person who all the parents, you know, think is that involved mom who really kicks in and helps out, you know, all the pressure and the guilt. Okay, why is she baking the 75 cookies? Who, who is that based right. on? Is it based on who she is as a person? Well, she's a helper. She's kind. She wants to help. So why wouldn't she bake the cookies? Right. Right. Okay. Well, back it up even further. Back to that relationship with yourself. If you are taking the time to value you and you're building that relationship with yourself first, now when you look at a decision, it comes out of a different emotion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I bake the 75 cookies? Is that good for the relationship with myself? Is that good for the relationship within my family? You know what? I can't bake 75 cookies, but if you want, I can run down to Meyer and pick them up. Yeah. Or you know what? I don't bake. Ask my kids. I don't bake. <laughs> <laughs> I call a friend. But, you know, I can actually work the bake sale. Mm. I, I love people. I'm right, outgoing. Right. I will go up there. You know what? I'll do that. So now I'm making decisions based on what works for me while still allowing to fulfill that, yes, I am a kind person. I am a giver. I like to help out. Sure. Does that make sense? Well, I think that that helps you be more open to seeing where there are needs, where there are, where there is uh, an opportunity to be who you are and assist versus just saying yes out of guilt. And then you throw your whole life into crazy mode out of guilt that you shouldn't have felt to begin with. Well, and here's the crazy part even on top of that. So let's say going with the guilt, I want to be a giver, I want to be a helper. If that's how we're constantly operating, you know, we talked about in the podcast before about filling your bucket and having that hole in your bucket. If you're constantly giving, giving, giving based on everybody else, how long are you going to be able to keep up with that? Mm -hmm. It's going to get tiring. Yeah. And that's why we say it all begins with you. Yep. If you don't value you, now you're more susceptible to what everybody else around you thinks. So you're going to make those decisions based on everybody else, which is in what base emotion? Fear. Fear. Absolutely fear. Yeah. So if you go back to you, you start with you first. Right. Now you're making decisions from a healthy place and you actually have the capacity to give more than if you just gave till you were empty and had Mm -hmm. to quit everything, which is what happens. That's what sends us into, uh, you know, where we're not getting good sleep and where we're not uh, 
I think that there's there's a lot of if we stick with the parenting, but I think women in general, mm-hmm. whether you're a parent or not, uh, there seems to be this uh, epidemic going on where women are not sleeping well. There's been studies released recently that talk about we're not sleeping well, we're not taking care of ourselves, and and that's where society wants to throw the make sure you do self care, and mm-hmm. you that's where I love your stance on the whole bucket analogy of you know just a, an hour massage is going to feel great in the moment but it's yes. it's not going to fix that root problem and that, and yes that is why everything that we're talking about on the podcast is under that umbrella of it begin it all begins with you it doesn't begin mm-hmm. begin at the <laughs> with with you know your colorist <laughs> who's going to give you that <laughs> pedicure shot in the arm <laughs> yeah. um you know and going to make you feel good for you know that fo- facebook photo for just a brief high we're talking about to your core right it all begins with you and and placing the correct value there so um, where do we go from there then? I love how you, you kind of talk down like what's that emotion, the behavior, because for me, it's not till like the behavior comes out that I notice, ooh, what's going on here? Like right. I yell. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or I've said yes and I'm now living in regret. I can't believe I volunteered for that. What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. I'm too busy for this. And then I start to beat myself up. Uh, so usually it's there that I notice I'm not quite to the point, and I would venture to guess somebody listening is in the same boat. I'm not quite to the point where I'm out ahead of it. Yeah. <laughs> making good choices based on, you know, making, I shouldn't say good, but you know what I mean? Ma- making the right choice for me based on me valuing me right so how do we start to turn that around then so this whole um psychological piece you can find it in you can google it but yeah. a thought triggers an emotion and emotion mm-hmm. triggers behavior right we all know this um and i just had a client the other day is like how do i get the right thought so i have the right emotion and i have the right behavior I'm yes, like please okay <laughs> i get it i can relate to this person <laughs> i want my secretary in my brain going oh don't think that right right you know, depending on how long you've had the thoughts maybe they've even turned into beliefs mm. so number one Again, we're always going back to take out the judgment. We've got to take the judgment out. I think that's going to ring through all of our episodes. Take out the judgment. An emotion and a behavior, it's an indicator. Okay. Okay, let it be an indicator. It's like if you bake a cake and it's flat, what do you do? You add more whatever makes it rise. I don't know what that is because I don't bake. We've already established that. I throw the cake away and ask my husband to try. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you on the baking issue. (laughs) (laughs) But let's just look at the indicators and let them just be signs of where do I go from here? So if you're experiencing, if you're seeing a behavior that you're like, why am I doing this? Then trace it back. If you have an emotion, um, anxiety right now mm-hmm. is at an all-time high. And I think it's fascinating. I mean, anxiety is not fascinating. It's complete torture. Um, but I think it's fascinating is when you look at what you're worried about and what's really tripping up the anxiety, how often can you trace it back to something that's not you? Mm. has nothing to do with how you feel about you and more to do with outside of you, what someone mm-hmm. might think, sure. um, you know. No, that's your. I mean, I resonate with that. That makes complete sense. Yeah. That if I if I was just left alone to do me. Yeah. It wouldn't be a problem. It's it's bringing in the other people and bringing in the expectations of our society or or just of my local group of whatever you know letting somebody down. Those are all external. Yeah. What you're saying. It's like if you trip up the stairs while you're helping your sister do laundry, are you like, oh my gosh, she told me trip up the stairs. 
No, you're like both laughing, dying because <laughs> right. of how hilarious you look tricking, tripping up the stairs. If you trip up the stairs on the way to give a presentation in front of 400 people, you don't think it's funny. No. <laughs> Again, just drawing out that point of right. based on external. So this whole podcast, you know, looking at fear and love, the reason why I bring it up is to become aware. Mm-hmm. Don't go into your fix-it plan of how to make yourself a different person. Just become aware. A lot of times we do things because we don't even realize we're doing them. So ex- when you have the behavior, when you're experiencing the emotion, ask yourself, w- is there a fear behind this? Is a fear driving this emotion or this behavior? And then look at it from that perspective. And when you find the fear, then ask yourself, how is this fear taking away from the relationship I am trying to establish with myself? And what do I need to do to make the shift to where I am going to nurture that relationship with myself, build it, make it strong, make it something where I know I can trust myself Mm. so that now my decisions and my choices and my behaviors and my emotions can come from there. So this this um, this base here, this discussion of fear and love is really going to help set us up for some future topics, too, because it all stems from that. Yeah. Uh, comparison is a fear. Judgment is fear. Mm-hmm. Um, pride is fear. Offensiveness, defensiveness, all that is reactionary. It's not you're not responding from who you know you are and trust in yourself. You're responding to an external something right whatever it is a person a situation that you're afraid of oh so good okay so our challenge is just that right to actually take our our thoughts captive but to do that it's even just noticing that symptom the behavior when we see a behavior that we're doing Mm -hmm. that we're not fond of or we didn't mean to behave in that way yeah what can we do what's what's our challenge with that so behavior and emotions okay Both of those are going to be your indicators. Number one, start open, being open, right? Number two, we're looking for awareness, aware of our behavior, aware of our emotions. Once we're aware of those emotions, now we ask ourselves, which bucket is it coming from? Mm, The fear bucket or the love or the value bucket? And as we start realizing that there's a fear attached to these emotions, then ask yourself how by me being motivated by that fear is that breaking down the relationship with myself Mm. that I'm actually trying to build up. Right. Like it's counterproductive here. Me following this fear and acting with this emotion and this behavior is now destroying the very thing that we are now working to create. Right. But we have to remove the judgment. I love... uh, That's the biggest part. Yep. When you always remind me of like, okay, but you're judging yourself whenever I'm like, you know, (laughs) Jamie does a good job of being like, okay, but if you remove the judgment okay get past the part where you're mad at yourself yes. for blowing up at your kids yes or and even having the emotion right right or yeah even feeling what i was feeling in that moment yes. you're saying the challenge here that we need to do is not judge ourselves for having the blow up nope. or feeling bad about the fact that we were feeling mad yeah it's it's going that one step further start assessing yep start assessing what bucket did that like what fear 
Because Chan, you, you're, you, I love that your question is like, is there a fear behind that? You, you're the life coach. You're <laughs> coach. You already know there's a fear there. <laughs> you're just our, your challenge for us this week is to actually name what that fear is. Yes. Go down that road and start getting at the heart of the issue. What fear is there, yeah. and how is that fear ruining what we're trying to do in in learning to value ourselves and and love the true me and letting the true me out yes and the reason why i want you to go there and identify the fear is we don't realize how often our behaviors are reactionary Mm -hmm. we're do we don't even know why we're we're just it's impulsive yeah it's knee jerk so step one uh, judgment right trade judgment for openness you can feel the difference in the words right open for sure curiosity learning adventure if you looked at the relationship with yourself in this life with a sense of openness, wonder, what am I going to learn today? Mm-hmm. Am I going to fall on the bike today or am I going to ride today? Either way, I'm moving forward. Right. Trade judgment for openness and then look at the emotion. Is it fear-based, love-based? Right. Look at where, and then, you know, if you want to take it a step further, which will really be helpful to you, look for where that fear almost always is attached to an external source and has nothing to do with who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a good, good challenge. And I love that probably um, looking to the outside for, you know, people's validation is going to be there for me personally. And I know next episode, we're diving in deep to comparison and how how that plays into all of this. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Comparison is a fear-based emotion, right? <laughs> I can't. I can't because, you know, then there's like the whole, oh, yeah, applying this to my own life. But it's it's so good. It's it's good to be open. And I love how you talked about being open and curious because a lot of times self-work or self-help, like we can, we can if we're not careful, yeah. we can take a really good thing that's meant to challenge us and we can start placing blame and go yeah. down that judgment blame path, whether it's blaming ourselves. It's fear-based action. Yes, yes. <laughs> And so I love that your challenge this week especially hits back on that openness. So it's not about like finding a source to blame why I am the way I am. It's more about understanding, being curious, and uh, reconnecting, really. Yeah. And when you take the judgment out of it, suddenly growth in life is fun. It's like when you said, oh, I can't wait. I know, like, if I can get coachy on you, that's where you're feeling that fear of where I'm messing up. Oh, yeah, where am yeah. I comparing myself? Mm-hmm. You've already started to say, oh, I don't want to do that, and it's wrong, and I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So what if it was okay? What if you actually had to compare yourself to learn more about how you don't want to compare yourself? Mm. Oh, my goodness. Now okay. we now who cares? Yeah, right, right, right. Just be exploratory there. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on It All Begins With You. Thanks for listening to It All Begins With You, produced by Tanya Hernandez with music by Isaac Isham. Click subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to have the latest episodes delivered right to your phone. Jamie Leitner is a certified life coach through Turning Leaf Health and Wellness and can be reached online on Instagram, Facebook, and at jamielightner.com.